our top story. Kids are out of class again in many parts of the province the second day as we continue to clean up after the storm. I'll just put up the DOFO signal. I'll just get uh, Doug Ford over here to shovel out my car. By the way, your call's on Doug Ford coming up. But when we do get back into class, when we get back into class, part of the problem is going to be the absenteeism caused by Omicron, the number of teachers that are going to be there. We've already tapped them out. We're already asking retired teachers to come back, supply teachers. And did you know this, that under the Education Act in this province, a school board can appoint a person who is not a teacher in the case of an emergency? All that person needs to be is over 18 and a high school grad, and they can fill a position for 10 days from the point that they are hired. Now, what does that mean for your kids, and how does, how does the union feel about that? Karen Littlewood is the president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation and joins me. Hi, Karen. Hi, Dave. Uh, hi, Alan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I appreciate you being on the program. Uh, did this, I, I'm sure you knew that this rule was in place. I mean, what's your take on it? Well, I would, I would call it a little known loophole. And, and my take on it is this is as a result of poor planning for many years, not just during the pandemic. But if Doug's going to be out shoveling cars out, I, I'm hoping he'll show up in a classroom too. This is a, a real issue that we have. I, I have challenges with the term absenteeism because to me, it sounds like people are being away on purpose. They're not. These are absences because people are sick. There are a lot of people sick right now with Omicron and there will be absences. And, you know, we have a system in place and we have an education act and we have a college of teachers that regulates the profession, but we're going to have someone with a high school diploma sitting in to supervise a class and to, to, to do what exactly I've, I've been saying, that education doesn't come out of a vending machine. You don't just get to press a button and out pops a lesson and, it, and you get to deliver it. There's a lot of work that goes into education and it takes a whole team of people. And you know, child and youth workers maybe won't be replaced and educational assistants won't be replaced, but we will have somebody supervising a group of kids. And is that the best that we want for education in Ontario? But what's the, what's the short-term solution, Karen, if we are looking at absences because of COVID and just not enough people in school to be able to, you know, get somebody to supervise a class. I mean, what else are we going to do? Yeah, the short-term solution is to look at what's missing right now. And the removal of the responsibility to, to track or to trace makes people very nervous about going into a classroom. So we have qualified people, occasional teachers, people who would fill in for the many different job classes we have in education in Ontario. But they're saying, I don't even know what the case count will be in a school that I step into. They want to make sure that they're going to have access to the N95 masks that are being provided to the permanent staff. They want to know that students are going to be wearing their masks properly. And that's been an issue. We, we really have to be looking at, is everybody going to be safe in the, in the school? We still have the issue that I don't think has been appropriately addressed. What happens at lunchtime? 35 kids, 200 kids, 300 kids in a cafeteria, masks off, eating, everybody needs to eat. But is this the best way for us to be together unmasked with a highly, highly virulent um, Omicron? And there are no students in the province who have been eligible to get a booster shot yet. So are they going to be safe? I think these are all questions that parents need to be asking, calling their MPPs and saying, what is going on? I'm speaking with Karen Littlewood, who is president of OSSTF. Do you have a, a sense of how many of your members are away sick? <laughs> well, just from my own personal circle, uh, I know more people with Omicron than without, and uh, that's really concerning to me. And then there are still 
people working in education in the province who have not been able to get their booster shot that have um, an appointment in February, say. I know the government made a great announcement that they were opening up clinics, but they were all south of Highway 7. This is a really big province. There's, there's more than, than just Southern Ontario, and we need people to have access to all of the tools at their disposal in order to make sure that they're safe as they're going back. Um, people aren't necessarily tracking and saying, when you get your, your booster, where do you work? Or do you work in education? So we don't even know those numbers either. What I know is I know a lot of people right now who are sick with COVID. Yeah, I think that's uh, everyone's experience right now. Karen, I appreciate your time. Thank you again. Please be well. Yeah, thanks so much, Alan. We'll talk soon. That's Karen Littlewood, who's president of OSSTF, talking about a couple of different issues with back-to-in-class learning. Uh, Much of the province, or at least portions of the GTA, continue to be out of school. Got a lengthy email from my grade 11, uh, my grade 11's teacher. It's it's like, why am I reading an essay? I'm reading an essay from the teacher all about all the things that you should be doing today. But by the way, there's no online learning, whatever. And you think, you're like, I... uh, Yeah, good luck. Good luck, 16-year-olds. Am I right or am I right?